Welcome to Home Ice Advantage. I am, of course, your host, Colin. I am coming to you moments after the Carolina Hurricanes fall in Buffalo, 4-3, to the Sabres. And we're going to talk about it just a little bit. You might hear from the coach. Uh, follow me on Twitter before we get into it, at Colin Home Ice. Rate and share the show. You know what to do. But I want to give you a quick live look at some Hurricanes fans in this very moment. Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the Everybody procedure, calm. everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Wait, 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 wait! Everybody just calm down! Almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. The same people that are doomers and gloomers and nothing will ever go right, nothing will ever happen that will make them happy. Well, this proves them right, right? We lost in Buffalo in a one-goal game. Where the Hurricanes had a ton of scoring opportunities and just couldn't get it past them. But this proves the season is over. Just calm down. Listen, it's not over. In fact, none of this matters anymore. I've said this before. None of this matters anymore. The regular season is a thing. And we'll talk about who our postseason opponent could be after the intro. But none of this really matters anymore. Either way, the Hurricanes have taken on a good team. Do we want to win these games? Of course we do. But let's not overreact to a loss in Buffalo. Please, I beg of you, I implore you, I am on my knees. Just stop. It's exhausting. But anyways, let's get into the show. Welcome to Home Ice Advantage, with historical perspectives, modern-day deep dives, special guests, and a healthy mix of good, bad, and or hot takes. This is the best place for you to learn about your Carolina home games. I just want to say thank you, and I'm looking forward to this challenge. It's an honor, and I think we're going to do great things. Before we get into anything else, I do want to talk about one thing that did matter today, that this loss does affect, and that is who will the Hurricanes play in the first round? It is completely up in the air at this point, and because of this loss today, it could now be one of five different teams. We could be overtaken by New Jersey in the standings, which means it would be a Rangers- Carolina first round. Yay! It could still be Florida, or the Islanders, or Pittsburgh. All of those are still possibility. There is a tiny, 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 teeny, tiny, small percentage that it could be Buffalo. There's even a chance that the Rangers take the lead in the Metro, and we face New Jersey in the first round. At this point, on this Saturday, where all 32 teams in the league are playing, everything's up for grab in the Metro. All of these playoff spots are open. We lost. Pittsburgh's won. That's all I know at this moment. But it could be literally anyone at this point that the Hurricanes take on in the first round. And again, all of these teams have their advantages. All of these teams could beat us on any given night because welcome to the NHL. Honestly, I see this one coming down to the wire. We might not know 
who Carolina is going to take on until the final horn sounds off in Florida for the final game of the season, less than a week from today. That's right, there's less than a week left in the regular season. I did want to address a couple of things I, I saw online. Um, the instant reaction of the game is almost always insane, absurd, and weird and stuff. But I did see this storyline uh, that I wanted to address, that April has always been a terrible month for Carolina, and it's all Rod's fault. It's all due to Rod Brindamore. He asks so much of these guys throughout the entire season, and there's only so much they can do. They start to tire out by the end of the season, and now what are you going to do? And I do believe there is some, you know, drag for having to play at that intensity level forever. Not everyone is built for that. You have to be specially built for something like this. You have to be a player like Rod was, and there just isn't that many. There's not enough players like Rod was to fill an NHL lineup. That is 100% true. But the idea that we always have a terrible April is just wrong. First of all, I should mention that we have played four games in April so far this year, this season, with three games remaining against Ottawa, Detroit, and the Panthers. In the four games we've played so far, we are 2-2. Two and two. That is very true. It's not something we love to see, but, you know, facts are facts. But if you go back and look at it, last season we were 6-1-0 and oh in April. Still lost in the second round to the Rangers. So I don't, I don't see what the, the final month of play has to do with anything. But if you want to take it a step further, in 2020-2021, the team went 3-2-1. Still a winning record. Still lost in the second round, this time to Tampa. In the bubble season, it doesn't really matter because there was no April games. And then in Rod's fourth season as head coach, they went 18-19. and They won four out of three games, and they got swept by Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals. It has nothing to do with anything, guys. The final months, first of all, haven't been terrible under Brindamore. Have they been monster successes? No, but, you know, most months aren't. That's what makes December of this year rare, October of last year rare, is that you're not going to go an entire month without dropping a game. I would also point out that a lot of teams and a lot of head coaches, including the Hurricanes and Rod Brindamore, use these final games to tinker. In Rod's case, he never stops tinkering, honestly. But a lot of coaches use this time to see, okay, what do I want to change about this forward line? What do I want to change about the power play? What can I do to make this just a little bit better? What can I do to make this line more defensively capable? So if you see this storyline that April's were always garbage, and it's because Rod Brindamore asked too much of his group, no, the two are not correlated. Also, our last month of the season hasn't been terrible Rod's entire time as a coach, so it's just kind of stupid. It's just a stupid argument that people are making because they're in their feels, which I understand as a fan, you being in your feelings, but at some point you have to sit down and look at the numbers and be like, oh, hey, that's just not true. But either way, Antiranta loses in regulation for the first time since November, only the eighth regulation loss of his Hurricanes career. Um, I, I, I didn't hate the game. I didn't love the game. Uh, they definitely started slow. I'm assuming that's because the game started at 12.30 rather than, you know, 4, 5, 6, 7, which they are used to playing that. It is what it is. Uh, let's go downstairs real quick. We'll hear from the head coach, and then we'll talk about the Chicago Wolves a little bit more, and then get out of here for the day. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. Since it was a road game, there was very limited questions asked for Rod, asked to Rod, however you would phrase that. Uh, post-game, both coming from Hannah Yates. The first one we're going to listen to is Rod was asked a difficult question. What made it so difficult for the Canes to close this one out? Well, it's, listen, they got, we, we already talked about before the game, they have a couple of unique players, and we took a, a breather on them, and they put it in the net. Unfortunately, we're in a state, uh, situation right now where we're having a tough time putting them back in the net. Not that we didn't have enough opportunities. I mean, the game flipped on, they, we had an empty net, tap it in, and we don't put it in, they come right down and score, there's your game. So, um, obviously there's some other areas that we can be better, but uh, the effort's there, and, uh, you know, we just got to stick with what we're doing. We are having trouble at the moment putting pucks in the back of the net. You're right. It's only been five years. Um, It's so hard because whenever Rod says something like this, I want to jump down his throat and be like, yes, yes, we know this. What can we do about it? But I'm going to choose not to because ultimately they had the opportunities. I think back to Martin Natchez. God, just getting a goal stolen by Darlene just for it to be torn around and then Tage Thompson scores moments later. There was chances. Poliorvi had a chance. I mean, Kakanyemi had a few. Aho had another one besides his own goal that just didn't make it in. They were great A's, and they didn't make it in. But someone did snap a, what was it, 21-goal goalless streak, actually. And that was Seth Jarvis. And Hannah Yates asked Rod what it means for Jarvis to score after such a long time. Yeah, he, he needs to feel good. And the only way to really do that is to start scoring. I mean, he had another chance in the third there, but the goalie made a nice save. Uh, he, you know, uh, we just t- talked about a little bit challenged scoring goals. We, we need him to start putting them in the back of that. It's very true that you need death scoring to go on a long run in the postseason. So, yeah, we needed Seth Jarvis to score here. Maybe one or two more before the end of the season would be great. But maybe a couple goals from Ghost would also help here. I feel like... At the end of the day, we're not going to win a Stanley Cup because Sebastian Ajo and Martin Natchez know how to score goals. We're going to win a Stanley Cup because Brady Shea goes crazy and scores 18 goals in a season where no one expects him to do it and carries that into the postseason. The chemistry between Burns and Slavin is finally starting to mesh. Maybe they could put together an unbelievable playoff run. Ultimately, we won't know any of this until the first round starts, probably around the 18th. So it is what it is. But speaking of playoff hopes, there has been no updates on the Chicago Wolves affiliation situation since the episode I made yesterday. If you haven't listened already, made a whole 10-minute, I think it was actually 13-minute episode, just explaining what's going on so you can get all the information you need and get out of there. There's been no updates since, so we have no idea uh, who Caroline is thinking about, who they're talking about, who affiliate, who they want to affiliate with. Maybe Chicago's talking to another NHL club, but I doubt it. None, none of that's been updated. But there has been, there's been something uh, cooking, I guess you should say, in Chicago. And that is that the Wolves could totally make the playoffs. Uh, last night, they even had a chance to move into a playoff position. But unfortunately... They needed another team to lose. They didn't lose. It is what it is. But they're still very close. They could still reasonably get a playoff spot, even though their chances are low before the 16th. So I think it would be interesting if 
Chicago went on another deep playoff run and then immediately severed their affiliate agreement with the Hurricanes because, again, we've won the last two Calder Cups. But, you know, let's not talk about how stupid of a move it is to go independent. If you are a big fan of minor league hockey, or even if you're not and you just want to keep your eyes on um, your prime Hurricane prospects, well, keep an eye on Chicago. They might just make a playoff push, which means you wouldn't call up players like Kochekov or Jamison Reese or Max Lejao immediately. You would call them up as needed, maybe, but not immediately. And I really would prefer Kochekov in Raleigh for when the playoffs start. As always, thank you for listening to Home Ice Advantage. If you like this episode, share it with a friend. If you didn't like it, share it with a friend and make fun of me. I don't care. Uh, rate the show wherever you're listening to it. I'm sorry, that bit always makes me laugh. Uh, check out the Home Ice Advantage blog, link down below. Follow me on Twitter, also link down below. Or at Colin Home Ice if you don't want to go down below. I understand. Thank you for listening and reading the blog. Until next time, go Canes. <laughs>